0: Hey there, welcome to episode 53 of the Large Format Photography Podcast. This is Eric Mathy, and my co-hosts Simon and Andrew are currently gallivanting around with David Shrimpton in his incredible Imaginarium, making, in this episode, their very first wet plate photographs. There's some arguing, of course, friendly banter, and a lot, a lot of really amazing talk from David about his process, about analog photography what makes it special what makes it different and more interesting and uh, for him more rewarding than digital you know the the value of noise and the value of the things you can't expect and the things you can't predict so without any further ado we meander our way to episode 53 on tour with david Shrimpton, part two also known as the live plate episode enjoy and we'll see you at the end
1: right now we're back in dave's studio and something you know momentous is about about to happen i'm actually going to take my first large format photograph of the year um and it's now june and i'm also going to take it on my chroma carbon adventurer camera which is which is also going to be the first time i've taken a photograph with this camera um and what we're going to do, we're going, we've spent some time setting up the lighting and deciding what we're going to do and it's going to be Andrew and Dave next to the mannequin that we were discussing earlier um, I'm using my my newly serviced uh, by Bill Orford uh, Kodak Ektar 152mm F4.5 which Dave dropped earlier um, <laughs> <you>. and, uh, <laughs> um, and um, I'm going to use some ADOX c h s 2100 two one hundred film um and as we 're talking andrews here he 's actually videoing me as i 'm recording the podcast and he's live streaming to our facebook group so, nobody's watching that. you what sorry andrew I'm, nobody's watching no yeah so <laughs> yeah
2: um there might be
1: one person now then the, the shot I wanted to take, I like to take shots wide open whenever possible. Um, but something that, that I noticed when I was trying to set the focus up for this shot by putting Andrew in, in, on the same plane of focus as the, as the Mannequins and the, and, and the Rat Skulls, um, I couldn't... Well, there's two Excellent. things. It was very, very difficult to actually get the Rat Skulls and Andrew's eyes in focus at the same time because the actual depth of the field was very, very small. But the second thing I notice as well is the lens is actually, as soon as you 're moving away from the center, the lens gets quite soft and so even though the mannequin is in the center of this image and the and the image is uh, orientated in portrait fashion, um, Andrew would have been on the third and he would have been much softer even if he was in true focus with uh, with the rest so it's um,
2: got a crap lens, <laughs> yeah. It's got yeah. worse since you dropped it. So. It's broken lens.
1: Yeah, it's a seventy-year-old lens. So I mean, what what, what can you say? Um, but the the learning from this for me is it it, it sort of explains why when you see you know uh, narrow, short depth of field shots, uh, a portraiture is usually just one person in the image. Yep. Because it's a lot easier to get one set of eyes in focus than it is to get, in this case, two sets of eyes and a, and a mannequin with, with skulls. So this is a
2: real technical challenge for you, isn't
1: it? It's a true technical Do you think challenge. You'll be up to it. Well, I've I've come up with a, a radical plan, and I'm going to stop, stop the aperture. The <laughs> yeah, stop the, <laughs> ap- the aperture down. So
2: uh, we've all got to stand still for six minutes. Well,
1: yeah, we've 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 got. And we've yeah. got a
2: debate on exposures as well at the
3: moment. Yeah,
1: we right? we have, we have a, a debate on exposures. Uh, we've got a huge amount of light going on in here, mm-hmm. and, um, and my shutter speeds uh, go from on the on the fast range at least twenty uh, fifth of a second, then on to fiftieth, and we think we're going to go with twenty five. Although we will go with twenty five yeah. earlier, and then Dave added a load more light, and we're still on twenty five. Or
3: yeah, I, I mean, I'm saying I'm saying a fifth of a second. A fifth of a second. That's what I'm saying. Oh, my but, word. But, you know, Andrew's... I'll bow to Andrew's superior light meter. Well,
2: <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> well, got... I'll tell you
3: what we should do. We're going to do two sheets of film. Oh, my word. So we do one with Andrew's setting ah, and one right, with yeah. my setting. Yeah, yeah. And then when you develop them, Whatever a yeah. rough idea whose was. So right. you'll have more yeah. you'll have more light in yours, so yours might yeah. be better. Well no, either mine might be megally overexposed, mightn't it, if I've got it totally wrong. Between, I'm still at between the fifteenth and the thirtieth. Yeah. At F eight. Okay. I'm still at a fifth. Uh, still still fifth. But um, I get
2: less if you're doing just instant no, Oh, I'm gonna turn this thing off. Look, that's a real rubbish live recording. Sorry, <laughs> chaps. I'm doing instant reading, you're doing reflected, so that depending on what you're bouncing the light off, it's going to be really different.
3: Well, I'm bouncing the lights off the
2: feathers and... Yeah, well now, when I do that, I get um, an eighth of a second at f8. There you go. That's exactly what I've got. Yeah. But that's quite a... That's but if, that's I'm,
3: if I'm coming off of the body here, yeah,
2: that's okay. a fifth of a second. Well, you know you're...
3: So if I was shooting that so on my, one of my big cameras... I'd actually slow it down even more because I know how slow my camera is. Yeah, well, you are.
1: know things, don't you?
2: Not really. Yeah. No. Well, see, if I'm using my hand, which
3: is how slow
1: can you turn. go with your lens? Um, got now I've managed to get the uh, cable release in by yep. ch- turning something around. Yes. I I, I do have access to a tenth of or fifth of a second. Okay. Well, I would recommend we need to be down that end of the scale personally. Yeah. Um, but I, m- I must admit, seeing that we're in Dave's studio and it's Dave's, Dave's lighting, yeah, um, it might be an idea to listen to Dave. Absolutely. Yeah.
3: Well, I, that's why I would recommend both. Yeah, because there's two sheets
1: of films You might as well shoot two. That's, that's very true. But I've and only you're only here once, so you might as well I know, shoot both. Yeah. And I've only got one sheet of film in my camera. <laughs> well, we can always load more film. We can. We can. And uh, I think on that case. We're gonna we're gonna unless you wanna you two wanna just have a quick chat while I load some film up. Well what I'll no, tell you what something no. else <laughs> I'll, tell you something,
3: uh, I'll tell you something else we could do mm-hmm. is I've got already preloaded a sheet of uh, five x four four hundred ASA. Mm-hmm. So oh, you could you put one of those in as well. That'll give you a bit yeah. more light. So in other words, and I'll develop that later. <coughs> so you'll have a, uh, you'll have one done on FOMA pan developed okay. in HC one ten and then your one. So yeah. So yeah.
1: There you go. So I think we've got it sus. Question is: Is this going to be Andrew's way then, and the other one going to be your way, Dave?
2: I'm not really sure what F8 what I was on.
1: This is this is very difficult from a, a recording point of view because Andrew's gone in one direction and Dave's gone in the other. And <laughs> okay, Dave,
3: Dave has now returned and he has a Fidelity 54 holder with two sheets of 400 ASA foam and pan in. So I'm recommending we do one with your camera. With, sorry, your camera with your film and then one with this one. Yeah. And if we're doing this one, I would recommend I don't really know the speed of your lens, but as a ballpark reading, I would say we're about twenty fifth of a second at F eight, with that there. Yeah.
1: So that's where I'd go with that one. Yeah. So So for this one hundred, I'm gonna go down for mm. fifth, yeah? Yeah. And
3: we'd we'll stand still, won't we, Andrew? That's yeah. it.
1: Okay. So uh, gentlemen if you uh, would please take your positions or more to the point Andrew get up. And um, and now I'm heading over to the camera. Um I've I've made many mistakes with large format cameras before as as I'm sure many other people have as well and I've made sure that the darks the film holders incorrectly the dark slide is still down. Uh, I've already fo- <coughs> <laughs> I've already, already focused and uh Yeah, yeah, there is no lens cap on, and the shutter speed's right. I need to cock the shutter. Set your
2: differential properly.
1: Yeah, let's cock the shutter. Yeah, the shutter is now cocked, and I can stand by the side because um, now then, let's see if you can just move a little bit forward, please, Andrew. That's that's it. So I reckon you have reasonably actually touch touch more. Just want to be level with Dave. Are you going to take the dark
3: slide
1: out? Uh, Oh, and then. Take the dark slide out, and uh, see this. This is why we come come to you, Dave. So dark slide is now out, and uh, I'm going to go three, two, one. Oh, there we go. Perfect. That was that was, like that was amazing. Seconds. That was. I'll put the dark slide back in now as well. Right. So that's always a good idea.
3: You're much better to put it in before you take it out. Absolutely.
1: Yeah, and just as tips on putting dark slides in. Absolutely. Um, the correct way once it's been it would be exposed. That way yeah, so the, the black side faces out, not the silver side, isn't it? Well,
3: what you do on my one, I write new
1: yeah. and exposed. That would make sense. All right, let's just pop this mine out. Sorry about the noise there. There we go. So, okay. So. We're now going to put in some uh, Dave's FOMA 400 supply.
3: That's it. I'll let you. Yep. Lens or whatever. I think that's
1: right. So, yeah, got the lens. So,
3: I would suggest using my very expensive £500 light meter. Actually, I'm going to put it light I just use my iPhone. I would suggest for about 25th of a second. 25th of a second, something like that.
1: Okay, so turning that round to 25th. Okay. lens is not that. it thats yep. there. Yeah. Uh, yes, it is shut. Yep. Now we can assume the position. <laughs> Andrew's put giving us a look. No, no we can we can have the pose Andrew. Yeah you know, look that's it, look intelligent, that's it. So three, two, one done. Sure. It's in. Right, and put the black side out of the dark side in. Yeah, intelligent. And, and, done. and we're sorted, so uh there you go. Award winning photograph or well, two even. Ah, oh, two, uh, ones, yes, yes. Job done. Pretty interesting.
3: Well, nice to do two different films and two different lots of chemistry as well. Yeah.
1: Okay, that's my image done, and now we 're back in the dark room and this is <coughs> going to get very serious now uh, because dave's about to start preparing a, a wet plate um, we 're actually going to attempt to do two wet plates today one andrew's going to have a go at one with his camera, and uh, dave is also going to well he's going to take a photograph of the two of us for our new uh, banner photo. Well, I want to say two of us. Uh, we we also have an Eric substitute uh, to be in the photo, um, and uh, who knows, with some magic, um, Eric's face might appear. Uh, a, better, uh, a better looking body as well, I yeah. have to say. Not exactly. that I've seen Eric's
2: body
3: ripped, <laughs>
1: ripped. Yeah. yeah. So so what, what what's happening then, Dave?
3: So we're going to do these. Um, we can do these of, uh, tin types, So we're going to produce them on metal. Uh, 7x5. So we're going to do a nice 7x5 tin type. We're going to shoot landscape. i normally shoot portrait. So what we've got here is we've got a nice clean tin type waiting to be used. I need to peel the surface off. We've got a bath of silver nitrate at 9% solution. Very dangerous, don't get it in your eyes, you'll go blind. Um, silver nitrate sat in there. My collodion mix is in here, waiting to be poured onto the plate, and once that's gelled over. Plate uh, The plate will then go into the silver bath for three minutes. At that point, it will get excited and will create silver halides and we'll be ready to do the uh, exposure.
1: I was going to say, before that, earlier on when we, we were just uh, having a chat in here, you, mm-hmm. you you showed us like some of the materials that you've got and you've got your, your silver nitrate down there. Yeah. And one of the things that you said was uh, that had been in the bottle for a couple of days and then you've been sunning it.
3: Yeah, I mean, the thing... A silver nitrate bath is one of the easiest solutions to make up. It's, it's, um, you've got silver nitrate crystals, and you've got distilled water, and you check it with a hydrometer until you get 9% solution. So, uh, whichever way you need to go, you either add more uh, distilled water or more silver crystals. Um, once you've got 9%, the thing is live, so that you then got a live bath. If you look in the bottom of this one. You can see it's got some scum. It's got some black scum in the bottom there. You can see it all floating around yeah. in the bottom there.
1: Yeah, very, very fine.
3: Okay, very fine. What, that's, what that is, is every time I put a plate into this bath, I take the crap from my collodion and it will fall off and it will go into the bath and it sits in the bath and it starts to contaminate the bath. Also in in the collodion, you've got a lot of ether and the the bath, the silver nitrate bath, will start to smell of ether, and it will lose its 9% solution, and it will have contaminants in it. So what you do is you pour the bath out, you put it back into a container, and you let the air get to it, which lets all the fumes come out of it, and you let the sun expose all the organic matter that's floating around, and the organic matter will then sink to the bottom as little tiny black photographs. Sort of they'll in the bottom there
2: because exposing the silver nitrate solution won't because it's only light sensitive when it's like when I'm making salt prints, it's mm-hmm. the combination of the silver nitrate and the salt exactly that's when it becomes light sensitive. But up until that point, you've at this go... point,
3: light is its friend, yes, it, it wants it's it wants light to expose it and to, to get rid of all the yep. contaminants, make them yep. sink to the bottom. So that now I'm doing a workshop in a week or so's time, that's sitting there, and I shall now filter that three or four times to get rid of those contaminants and then it'll be a nice fresh bath ready to go into here so it'll be with a fresh bath this bath is slightly old this is about a two or three week old bath which is fine that's okay um so i haven't checked the um, specific gravity of that today but i'm i was shooting with it this
2: week so it's is it not enough just to do the 9% by i mean when i've made up solutions 12% mm-hmm. for salt printing a bit yep. stronger i just do it by weight you know but
3: could do could do but i mean When I've got a hydrometer in it, I can measure it so accurately. um, I mean, the other thing is you need to get the pH value right. Do you? It's something that I don't worry about that much. I think sometimes you can damage a bath more by trying to get your pH value balanced. How do you alter that then? With various additives, et cetera, et cetera, which I just don't do. And as I say, there may be some purists out there say, well, you're doing it the wrong way. I do well, it for my results.
2: Yeah, the results it's, 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 speak themselves, it's, it's
3: my results, so if it's good enough for me, then I'm happy with mm-hmm. it. Um, so what I'm going to do is turn the light out because I'm going to coat the plate up and then I'm going to, once it's scummed over, it will go into the silver bath. When it goes into the silver bath, it needs to be in darkness. So I'm just going to step out and turn that light out just so we can go into darkness when
2: we... It's a bit where Shane Bulkerich runs out dramatically and shouts, yeah. live, live plate, plate, live plate, <laughs> live plate. <laughs> I
3: do that, but not quite so dramatically here. Yeah. Okay, so my little technique is that I use um, a cheap sucker from Tesco on the back of the plate.
2: I'm always one for a cheap sucker.
3: Yep, uh, story of my life. Um, so these come with a film on them, which I'm removing. That gives me a nice clean surface to work on. I should have a puffer now. To puff it off, but I haven't. This is a slightly old um, collodium. I tend to put my bottle, my chemicals in brown bottles, and I use wine stoppers on the top, and they suck the air out because obviously air is the enemy. So, um,
2: is this the point where you're normally wearing respirators and? Yeah, some people do. I don't. Good. Um, you tend to re- wear certainly
3: wear a respirator if you're um, mixing chemicals up.
2: Right. Okay. Because of the dust uh, or, of, or the particles. See, that's clever because that. you're running the solution round, and its surface tension is keeping it on the on the plate, yeah. isn't it? And then I'll bring it right. And to then the you're going to run it, uh, and most of it goes back in the bottle, but not yeah, all of it. No. I mean. There you go. Okay. Well, that looks. So then, that gets. That looked easy. Yeah. I could do that.
3: And depending on the how old the collodion is. If it's thick or thin, Ooh. you would get tiny little bands of. That's ether, is it? Yeah, that's ether. Mm, um, it's definitely cool, it become it's definitely addictive. Could be. It? Yeah, it's medicinal, definitely. Ooh, yeah. that. Uh, so I need a little bit of this.
2: Oh yeah, like
3: that. And if you look on the edge of the plate, you can see it will start to scum over. When it scums over and it holds my fingerprint. Like there, it's not still running. It's runny.
2: getting a bit of a skim on it, like yeah, like, like, that. like a gel. Like it's rice pudding It's Kind of ready skin. now.
3: And if you look on that plate, you'll see it's got loads <laughs> of little lines across it. And that's as the collodion flowed over. Yeah? So yeah, depending on how old it is. Okay, so that's live now. So live plate. Live plate, live plate. So that's going in here now.
1: So now under red light
3: now. Now under red light, and it's going into the tank in one nice smooth movement. Lights can go Have you got on. that on a
2: piece of string? Or what did you have that dangling down on? And then this clock
3: goes on. Got um, it's got a large Perspect holder that comes down here, opens up, and has a
2: lip on it. Okay, so then you just pull and it up? I pull it up
3: and I put it on the lip and I insert it straight in. Okay. My bath is not full at the moment, some of it's evaporated away. So if I do a 10 8 plate, I will have a half inch or an inch, nothing there. Didn't matter the other day because I was doing, I wanted to put them in frames and I knew that the frame wouldn't have all that part on it.
2: Dave, what do you do to make up your collodion? I buy it. You Pre-made. buy it made? Pre-made. Pre-made. Yeah. Do you buy that from wet plate supplies again or somewhere else?
3: Uh, I do buy some from wet plate supplies. I also buy some from uh, another gentleman as well who makes me up a special concoction. A special um, brew? A special brew. Uh, it's called Old Dead Bride. Because um, you old workhorse, old dead bride. You've got all different types of collodion. And mm. different collodions will give you very different um,
2: effects. Um, so what's the one that wet plate makes then, is that? Oh, uh, he these? does. Um, this is this one here. Got a proper apron, look. Proper wet plate apron. Uh,
3: these are all from Kevin.
2: Old dead dog he makes, if I know this Kevin. This is pre-mixed collodion old workhorse. So, right. um Does that keep? That needs to be kept in the fridge, huh? It
3: does need to be kept in the fridge, and it doesn't have a terribly good... Shelf life, any of them.
2: Um, so you really do. You need, to them... protect... Sorry, do you need to keep it protected from air as well, or does it? Oxidize? I do,
3: I do, and that's why I suck out all the air from my bottles. Yeah, I
2: do that with my just normal film chemicals. Use brown yeah. brand Winchester's and those wine stoppers. I've got yeah. tons of them.
3: Um, so I finding that does um, mm-hmm. spend so yeah, so the life a bit. This is so this is developer. Um, that should be like a standard late in the afternoon wee colour, and the darker it gets the more... Um, that's like an old dehydrated an old, man weed. That's an early morning <laughs> weed sort of mix. Well, that means you're not drinking enough in the nighttime time. Exactly. it's I'd slightly do. going off. So obviously silver nitrate is extremely um, damaging for cameras. Uh, it will uh, yeah, rot them. It, I get it on my fingers. Um, uh, anything touches goes black, so my fingers often end up black, but I'll be wearing gloves today. Um, so that's got silver nitrate on it. Um, there are health and safety issues you do need to think about. Silver nitrate is very dangerous. If you've got it in your eyes, it will blind you. So you do need to take it seriously with glasses, health and safety glasses. Um, yeah, and just treat everything with respect and slow down and don't have any hazards in your room for tripping over. What developer is that in there then, Dave? There's just a standard developer that Kevin makes, That positive developer That it's really... I think you could use Moss Killer, to be honest. I'm not sure... I'm going to start making my own up. I'm really? just about Yeah. Yeah. Um,
2: so I thought you were going to say like Ilford multigrade or something. No, 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 no. <laughs> no, no,
1: no. And, what, and, um, what's, and what's in the shot glass then? Is that for that So when that's my some... developer. Yeah, that's for
3: <laughs> when that's... It all goes wrong. So, yeah. the, so the developing process is very fast. It's 15 seconds, okay? Um, that's all we're going to take to develop this plate. Um, and then when we fix it, then the image will reveal itself. Um, and it, usually the first couple of plates are sighting plates, test plates. Um, and then I'm just getting paper towels ready. I need to wipe the back of the plate off when it comes out. I need to wipe the camera down when we're finished um, so I don't get silver nitrate. I've already got stains on there already, so, um, but that's, that's uh, We need to fix. A standard fix. We're not using silver nitrate, we're gonna use that. And it takes three minutes to excite, to get it um, photographic. And the reason it's called wet plate collodion is because it's only photographic or light sensitive. It's only sensitive while it's wet. Once it's dried out, the, the developer can't do its thing. So, so how, how long will it stay exposed? Depends how warm the studio is. Yeah. Um, probably ten minutes max. Mm-hmm. So, something like
2: that. So at this point no, I'm just not saying anything. <laughs> so I know you're trying to prompt a, some kind of comment, but I'm not going to. I'm not going to rise to it. <laughs> That's three minutes, so at this point the rubber gloves go on. Yeah, well it's no wonder there's a bit of excitement around, now you're getting the rubber gloves on. There
3: you you. go, And you get the sound, you've got to do that,
2: yeah. We're all all getting high on the ether smell, that's what it is. So now you're pulling out your plate. plate,
3: And I'm letting it drip back off the corner into the tank and I'm very gently removing it. Let the plunger go back in again shake off the excess, put it on its corner facing down mm-hmm. and that's using a small piece of paper just wipe the excess off the back of the plate, um, like so, um, obviously that the whole th- the process is very sensitive to cleanliness <laughs>
2: we've got a, right, a red light on the Evgeny, isn't it? So yeah. it's going face down, <laughs> so the
3: emulsion side is facing down. Yep. Wipe the back off again. And then I'm gonna add a sheet of glass onto the back.
2: So you're putting this in your big bomb my back, big bomb but, which is reduced down to five, by seven, for five sh- by seven for glass sheets.
3: And it's got the glass plate in the back to yeah, even press. the pressure as it goes in.
2: Absolutely. And we
3: have a life plate, life yeah. plate, life plate. We have a life plate. Quick, um, so I'm gonna remove my gloves at this point. Um, so that I don't end up transferring silver nitrate
2: all over the thing, which has yeah. already got. I mean, if you do wet plate, you're going to end up with black marks. Yes, it's not. No matter how I find, no matter get. how careful you are with silver nitrate, it just gets everywhere. It will get everywhere.
3: Yeah. So, so that is mm-hmm. a live plate. Live plate. Live oh, nice. plate. Uh, which is rather exciting. I always like it when I've got a plate which is ready live to plate. go. Live plate. Coming out. <laughs> yeah. I tend not to say that, but I'm welcome to say that if you I want to. <laughs> to say it. Exactly. Yeah. We, 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 we saw it on the telly. Oh, so, okay, uh, I there tell you know. go. I tend to say, I'm ready, are you okay now?
1: I'm off about leaving this gear on with it. You could thing, do, yeah. 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 Well, it's it's all, all part of the you podcast. You
3: can have the little moment when you're blinded. Um, okay. So we're using a lot of light in here today, and I will give you a countdown to the exposure.
2: Um, Should I put my hand around Eric's breast? <laughs> okay, if you really want to. <laughs> um, oh, it's better uh, if it's visual, so this, isn't it? This
3: first first exposure will be a complete test uh, as to where we're going. So I, I've got a feeling we need to do two exposures. <coughs> uh, but
2: because um, we're talking about one ISO, are we? Or we're ISO.
3: talking, yeah. The ISO rating is very slow. It's about one. Um, so normally you would use daylight, and daylight is fantastic because it's got lots of UV in it. Mm-hmm. Um, but we are not in that, we're, we're outdoors today. Oh, we're in, we're in the cool. studio today. So, um, put your camera in front of it there. It'll be slightly out of focus. Now I'm shooting with an 1894 uh, Dalmea 3B lens, which is an absolute beautiful portrait lens. But of course my depth of field is gonna be tiny. Yeah. So um, if we put that in the front, I'll get you guys in focus, but that will be out. Yeah. I certainly think you should have the microphone or somewhere
2: around in the yeah. middle here. Sort of. Yeah, exactly,
3: Boris <laughs> <So> embarrassing. <laughs>
2: No, I'm going to get rid of this camera. Sure. Yeah. Okay. Where were you thinking of putting
3: it? I was thinking of you just having it sort of smack in the middle, sort of you standing here and the camera there. Just
2: oh, no. We don't want too many things in front of
3: Eric. That that's is. all right. Fair enough. We want. That that's cool. Right. Good so on. I'm going to give you, uh, first of all, gentlemen, close your eyes.
2: Oh,
1: that's what's going to hit you. Right. Right. Okay. <laughs> You could hear how bright that was, then, couldn't Oof.
2: you? I'm
3: just turning it up a bit.
2: I'll just rest my hand on Eric's bum.
3: Okay. So I'm going to focus. Once I focus, obviously I need you to stay still.
2: Right. It's exciting, isn't it? It is. Okay, here we go. Let's have a look.
3: Composition wise, kind of in the middle there. That's that, is it? She looks particularly fine,
2: I think. Hmm. <laughs> Yevgeny's oh, having Eric the time of his life.
3: Right, okay. So I need you both on the same level, obviously, the two of you. Wherever you are, make sure you're both on the same plane.
1: And that was the tricky thing when I was trying to set up earlier, okay, hence five. stopping down.
3: Bearing in mind, I'm shooting at 2.8. You yeah.
1: You're showing us how it's really done now, no, aren't you? No, I'm you?
3: just showing you how much I,
1: with. I cheated. Okay,
3: Somewhere around about there, I think. So I'm gonna lock the camera down, focus wise. Which is
2: about there. Okay. Don't move. But
3: don't move. bats coming out. Stay where you are. Don't move,
2: Sam. I'm so tempted to move.
4: Where you are. Stay
3: where you yeah. are. Yeah, I move. really want to don't move. move. Don't, talk. don't move. Don't move. Don't move. Don't move. Okay. Don't move. Don't so move. So here we come. Don't move. Lights about don't to happen. Talk. Hats.
1: Put all the hat on don't there. Don't
3: move. Don't move. So yeah, we're going to try one exposure. So it's probably going to be underexposed. Okay, guys, we're going to start the exposure when the hat comes off. Three, two, one. Okay, relax. Now go and get your optical nerves reinstalled.
1: Re- yeah, that was very very bright. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I think we know how they would like on the when the the, the troops were sent to was it Bikini Atoll or where yeah. it was. <laughs> yeah. Right, so we, we're heading now back into the dark room.
3: I'm just going to turn that light off. Shall we come back in again,
1: and we're just doing this in real time. Uh, and so, I mean, we could edit these the little pauses there, but I think so it gives you an idea. How there's this, a good the chance with this works. one,
3: we're going to be underexposed. I think maybe, or oh, we might actually be We'll find out. So we got a 15 second development. So I need my iPhone for that. Sorry. Uh, so, this is the bit where it gets really
4: annoying because I put my metronome on. Uh, on my phone,
3: which is here. One model that I photograph with, and she's quite heavy handed. Every time she shuts that door, wet plates fall off the wall. Um, <laughs> Here we go so lights off, red safe light. Knock the camera back.
1: Are we standing in an okay position? Yeah, we'll
3: find that. Okay. Taking off the glass plate, plate upside down so the image is the right way up. And I'm going to pour this on. I've got 15 second development one, two, three, four, five, six, seven, eight, nine, ten, eleven. 12,
2: 13, 14, 15. You were almost starting to run the water over that before you got to the 15, yep. weren't you? Because it's what, still going to be active, isn't it?
3: Yeah, well, what I try and do is I run water specifically where I want to slow it down. Okay, yeah. So if I've got sense. a bright yeah. spot,
2: I'll yep. start washing that while I let the shadow in come up somewhere else. Yeah, so that's a bit like two bath development. You can do water bath development with conventional prints. you know. Yeah. Take, take the print out of the developer and stick it in a water bath. Yep. and that slows down the area which is heavily exposed. Exactly. Um, and you can actually be underexposed, bit with a finger you can rub on the uh, yeah. on the paper, which is what I used to do in, in the old
3: dark rooms. So that increase the development. No, oh, there we go. So there's our image. Does that? And look now or, I mean, it doesn't, we'll look, it doesn't look
2: particularly underexposed.
3: So now we turn the safe light off. So we go into white light. This is the
1: magic bit you see and on YouTube is, now, isn't it? Now we we'll hmm.
3: now put it into the fix. So now the image will. Reveal itself, and it will swap from negative to positive. Um, and this is when we find out our depth of field, um, our light, our exposure, and everything
2: else. Wow! And as a first plate, I don't think I've ever looked so good in a photograph. I think you <laughs> both. I think you both
3: look amazing. Actually, look you look a bit like me. <laughs> um, no, sorry, you don't. So that's. <laughs> 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 When I was younger, when I was younger, that's not a bad start of a ten, actually, is it?
1: Of course, we we reversed. Right? We don't. We, you look. We, we can recognise ourselves. but I look like from, We don't look right. I look like him. from Bombay as well. And
3: the, <laughs> and the, thing, the, the thing. Oh jolly is,
2: heck! Look at me there.
3: The thing <laughs> is, is the fact that also, um, yeah. most people like their wet plate image because it's what they see in the mirror. Yeah, it's oh. the image you see in the mirror. Whoa. Whereas normally you see the other way round. So you're seeing it's what you can see when you look back into a mirror.
1: It's fantastic.
2: It really is brilliant.
3: Um, so there you go. So that's 1851 process. So we're using an 1894 go. lens. I've got to
2: go get
3: my iPhone. Take a um, so considering we haven't metered that, we haven't done anything. Yeah. We've set it up. The lights are kind of roughly where I thought they might be. I threw a light behind you just to lift the subject away from the background. Um I think obviously I, what I need to do with both of those is move the lights more out to you guys rather than Sophie in the middle there. But I think she looks magnificent. She looks absolutely amazing. And so if I lift yeah. that out and I'm show it to you. I'm actually
2: doing a live video thing now. Oh, it will be in a minute.
3: There you go.
2: That's absolutely fantastic. Hang on a minute. It's not streaming. Why oh, isn't it streaming? There we go. For those that are live, we've just done our first wet plate portrait with me, Simon. Well, we didn't do it. Dave did everything. <laughs> we we stood and posed for it. Yeah. There There's two handsome devils and Eric. Yeah.
3: And, and the reason, obviously, is because you recognise yourselves. because is what you see in the mirror. That is just
2: brilliant, isn't it? It is.
0: So
3: it's at that point, it's usually at this point, you either completely get wet plate collodion and love it, and you want to do it, or you just, you're just you a bit cold to it and think, well, oh, it's a bit of a faff, what are you doing that for?
2: Yeah, I want to do it if I've got a studio like um, yours where you can just go and do it, yeah. and then come in here. If you're outside, then it adds another layer of complexity in the process, doesn't it?
3: Yeah, you can do it with a tent, and I know a lot of people that do, and they have wonderful results. Um, but I think, yeah, it's, it's... I mean, I always talk to my uh, models, and I will say they're basically Victorian Polaroids because it's what they would have taken in the fairground, which you were out for a treat and you would have your picture taken and you would take it home with you. And that's what they are. Um, And the fact that it's that 1894 lens and the way it's capturing you in 2021, and we're using the same process. Um, Now that's, when we varnish that, it will come back to a look like that. Um, Because when it dries, it will dry a lot lighter. And then, so we probably, we're almost pretty much there, I'd say. I could probably just put a little more light on on you, Andrew. I think that's
2: absolutely just Bob up. No, that makes my face look more chiselled by doing that. I okay. keep the lighting like that. Yeah. <laughs> so there it's you a go, bit guys. Of rem, bit of Rembrandt lighting. So it's
3: a long time since I said I'd take your portrait, isn't it? <laughs>
2: that is stunning.
3: Right.
1: And it's great to have the three of us finally in the photo, isn't it? <laughs> <laughs> no, no, I'm just
3: know. so pleased that you managed to get him over here. Yeah. I, I mean, yeah. so didn't have to quarantine. Just so hold that up again for me, please. Didn't you
2: know? it? I'm just going to take a photograph. Just done that. Yeah. No, that was the video streaming.
3: Yeah. Do it landscape as well for Facebook. Blown
1: away. Yeah. Just for the listeners there, Andrew's now taking photographs and he's been live streaming what's been going on as well. So. Uh, yeah.
3: Um, so yeah. So and this that's wet plate collodion. It's just this magical process that, and I think what I love about it. If I'm shooting with a model, we we, we talk about the shot. We go out. We do the shot, and then she throws her dressing gown on. We both come in here, and if it's with Caterina, there's one I've just put up today, and and I hear her talking, she goes, Oh my God, I love it! And it's just so infectious, the whole process. So, yeah. So so there you go, last format on a sheet of metal in front of your very eyes. So, so now what we're going to do is we're going to take Andrew through the same process, and he's going to coat up his own plate, because he's seen how easy it is to do. <laughs> um, yeah, he, well he said it was easy, wouldn't he? Yeah he easy? did yeah. so it was very easy. Yeah. And uh we're gonna he's gonna shoot his first plate through uh, my system, but using his camera and his lens. And he will get a picture of me, which I'm sure will be a lot better than this one. So So, um so what we're doing now? I don't know, it's complicated. <laughs> We've just done a shot with my uh, 10x8 uh, bomb camera, and we're now gonna do which is really exciting. We're going to do a shot with Andrew's camera, which is his bomb 5x4 camera. Uh, and Andrew hasn't actually made a wet plate collodion no. plate before, so this is all new to him as well. So I've, yeah. I've
1: got to say, having seen your... Is it, sorry, What size is that? That's, your, it's, your bomb? it's a 10x8. It would be a 10-inch like, plate. It looked, yeah, because it looks larger, but, uh, but certainly when you, you put the 10x8 bomb against Andrew's, it's, it's now like a toy bomb, isn't it? Yeah, right.
3: I think what it is <laughs> is that this has got a big back on it because it's a collodion back. Ah. so it's, it's very deep and bulky Yeah. Um, it needs a lot of strength and also mine's really beefed up because it's uh, a tailboard camera um, yeah. because it needs to take these great big lenses that I put in there yeah. so it's, it's just a bigger, stronger camera I think general.
1: larger and bigger is better as, as with I, all things I think we all know that, yeah. we all know that yeah. do we, deep down So, yeah. Yeah.
3: but anyway, we're going to see what we can get with Andrew's camera yeah.
1: and I'm sure Andrew's <laughs> happy with this anyway, <laughs> you know, it's how I've you. had no complaints no, it's, no, yeah, right, it's, just, it's
3: how you use right, it let's stop in there, thank you Right, so what we're going to use is, first of all, I'm going to wash out what we just did because um, silver nitrate, as I mentioned earlier, is very corrosive and it really is not good for lovely old wooden cameras either. So the nice thing about this bomb thing is I've got lots of uh, inserts that I just remove and I can just wash out, put them somewhere safe, which is kind of cool. Put that over there. But what we're going to use for Andrew's plate is... Um, Jeff at 20th Century makes, made me a fabulous 5x4 plate holder. Um, so it'll go into a graph lock back and it will take a wet plate Clodian back, uh, plate. Uh, so that's what Andrew's going to use now. So we're set to go. We've got everything we need. We've got our glass plate that's going to sit on the top, which is ready. we have got our gloves there, so Andrew, you're going to do your first plate. So, I'm going to take this one out of the fix, because that's finished with. (coughs) Um, The saddest thing is is when you've done a really beautiful plate, and then something falls off the top shelf, straight onto it. I've done that so many times, so i try and make sure that I haven't got too many things that can ruin the plate later on. So, Andrew, so you need, first of all, you're going to be doing five per (coughs) four. So that's what you're going to be shooting with. So what you need to do is attach the sucker to the back. Just by pushing it down, basically. There you
1: go. That's uh, easy, wasn't it? It was. And it was all easy, if I remember and, correctly.
3: And we're going to do um, we're going to do this without gloves on. Because this part is, is not too... Because
1: gloves easy.
2: are for sissies. Absolutely. Apparently. So, apparently, so that's,
3: that's our collodion. Right. But now you need to remove the top surface. Um, and at that point, you'll expose the the clean plate and at that point we don't want to waft it around and get any air and dust onto the plate. Um, Because we're using a tin type we don't have to try and make sure the collodion sticks to the edge. If we're using glass we have to make sure the collodion doesn't fall off the edge which is why we add a mixture of um, 50% egg white and water and we put a bead around the edge. So the art is to keep it as flat as you possibly can. And
2: how much am I looking to pour on? And
3: you're looking to pour in the middle of that about, about about that much, about what's that? 60 mil circle. And the idea is just to keep it in the middle. Don't let it rock at all. Just keep. Oh, the
2: fish is
1: enormous. Yeah. And it doesn't need to go over the edges because it just like holds in place, doesn't it? Yeah. you Keep going.
3: Keep going. More. 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 There you go. There you go. Put the bottle down. Now, very gently take it for one corner.
1: Oh. Yeah, you've got it into that. Yeah, 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 he's got it, he's got it.
3: Yeah. And roll it all the way around, back up to that oh, corner. Oh, you're
1: dripping, you're dripping. There you go. Oh so
3: dear. Bring it back, there you go, now into the bottle, into the bottle, into the bowl. There you go, now take the holder on the top finger, take that on there, and now rock it backwards and forwards. Okay. And now you can very gently <laughs> remove the, um, remove the sucker from the other side. Okay. And what we're looking for now is for the the collodion to start to um, bind over and become tacky. At that point the collodion will stay on the surface and won't disappear into the silver nitrate. Okay which I suggest is probably about now. Okay. We're about there. Okay. So we now have to go into red light conditions. Do you want me to put that in there for you? Or do you want to do it? You can do it. I'll do it. i so not sure what I'm very, doing. Lift bit. the lid up.
1: So you're, put up. It, you're putting it into the bath now, which is like a, again, a, a giant uh, film holder. You need take
3: it by a corner, really, like from the corner there. There you go. Now lift it up, not all the way out, just lift it up until you can feel, when you put it in, you'll feel it hit a shelf, a little shelf. When it does, that's it. Now down, put it all in one go, straight in. And now the lid goes back on. So now the plate is inside the silver in the bath of silver nitrate, 9% silver nitrate. So we put the timer on. which is the, It's all mechanical in here, mechanical clocks. So we've got three minutes while um, the plate becomes photographic and active inside. So in that time, you need to take your shot glass. Yeah. Which is That one I there. I finished. Wasn't
1: no? It? no, no. Got some Jackson's Malort. Use
3: that one there. Um, Someone, this
2: isn't developer, This is
3: Dave's early morning wee. This is. It is actually my wee, but I didn't want to tell you. I thought you wouldn't. Yeah.
2: How much am I putting
3: in here? I'd say you're putting about an inch, maybe a bit more in there. Keep going. Keep going. Yeah, about there. That'll do. Joke's so, the developer, so basically, wet plate collodion is about using the same process all the time. So, you use the time when it's cooking in there to get your collodion ready, to get your gloves ready. Right. Um, and what you're going to do is, when that comes out of there, you're going to put it, hold it up like that on its point, and you're going to wipe the silver nitrate off the back. And you're going to very carefully carry it over right. here. And you're going to put it into here, into the film holder, plate holder. And you're going to put a sheet of glass on the top stop it moving around and then actually you don't even need that we'll probably just go straight for that yeah that's for what that should do isn't it? it should do that and then you'll have a live plate ready live to go plate. um so we're watching our clock um and our prints or sorry when i've done a plate it tends to wash for about an hour um under running water obviously the heavy metals drop out of the bottom there's most of process and that's it you are ready and then once that plate is in the holder, ready to go. We've got about 10 minutes until it dries out, which point is no good to us then after that. Uh, So then, Andrew can take the shot, focus, take the shot, come back in, remove it from the holder, turn it upside down, develop it for 15 seconds, wash it off, stick it in the fix, and then the image will reveal itself um, to whatever we've got. And that's the end of the process, apart from um, putting the varnish on at the end, which makes it um, archival for 100 years or more.
1: Uh, you, were, you were talking about the uh, uh, applying the varnish in, uh, mm-hmm. earlier, and you say that's a bit of a pain to do, isn't it? It
3: can be. It's, it's a part of the plate where you can have an absolutely beautiful plate, a really, really good plate, and you go to varnish it while you're learning to varnish, and you can totally mess it up. <laughs> yep. There you go. And you can completely mess it up. You'll end up with either matte corners oh. or swirls right across it or... or or worst of all, you'll set fire to yourself like I did. I set fire to the kitchen and myself um, because I was using it over a naked flame. I've now refined my process, and I now is use. That,
2: sorry, is that two minutes or three minutes?
3: Uh, two minutes. I mean, you've got three or four minutes. It's coming up to, that's coming up to three minutes now. Yeah. So, so you'll need to wear the rubber gloves now, because um, the uh, like I say, the silver nitrate is not only very corrosive to cameras, it's obviously get, it gets on your hands, and you'll end up with black stains. The nice thing about these Jeff 20th Century holders is they're plastic Um, so it contains all the silver nitrate if there any drips inside here and not in the lovely bomb camera. Um, And we can take the whole thing apart at the end and wash it under running water. So you're about done there. So we go back into red safe light and now Andrew's just going to lift the lid up and take out the plate and then just let it go sideways for a little while just so it drips off. There you go. Don't take it right out though. There you go. And then just pull the plate off from one corner. Maybe the other corner. Okay. You got it now, So, and then that go back in, and then put that down on its corner, just on a corner, and then very gently wipe the back off. So wipe the surplus silver nitrate off the back. There you go. Uh, and this, these plates are incredibly sensitive to contamination, dirt, in your process. Don't sneeze on it then. Um, Don't sneeze on it, and... Okay, so So now it's ready to go into the plate holder. So, into the plate holder, face down. Obviously. Click, in it goes, that's it. And then wipe it over with the, that just removes any more, there we go. Close the back up,
2: put the back in in rather.
3: I'm never sure if it goes that way or that way, to be honest, but there you go. We'll find well, out. i assumed it went that way, but uh, well, I, yeah, who knows? I don't know. And it's got a magnet that holds it in place, so there you go. And my one's got my name on it, so you can't steal that one. <laughs> there you go. So we're now r- safe to come out of red safe light, so we can go into, the lights can go back on again. That one there? Yep. Uh, most important thing is trip hazards in here, watch out where you're going, straight through.
2: Life plate! Life plate! Life plate!
3: So, you're going to have to think about your lens being... Well, I'll go and sit down and shut up now.
2: Yeah, the exposure, because this is 3.5, isn't it, Okay,
3: so you're about the same as I am. So, are you going to... You've got a choice. You can either just put your hand over the end. Oh, yeah. Yeah? Don't move your camera. And then all you've got to do is push, or you can do it. Push Mm -hmm. this button, or that button there. Watch your eyes. That will fire it off. So, that button there will fire it, yeah? So I can take my hand away. You can just, if you like, if you say, I mean, we've got a few seconds, so you sort of go, well, ready to go, you take your hand off, and it's starting to expose them with ambient light. uh, Yeah, but it's
2: not much, is it? Not much at all.
3: Um, So I'll put on the focusing lights,
2: which is those there, yeah? Okay, go on then, adopt the position, David. I do feel under pressure with this composition, because not everyone universally approved of it.
1: Yeah. I think it was. It might have been three, three. Um, <laughs> two against one. Two, two, two to one against.
3: Mm. Move that lighting around again. To stay to as you are, Dave. Things. Please like that. Okay. <clears throat> so I'm now sitting in my favourite chair, which is my leather armchair, which has been destroyed by cats. So it's ripped to shreds, which is one of my favourite props. And I don't normally get this side of the right, camera.
2: Stay
1: still, please. Right. Yeah, I said,
2: feel all um, fingers and thumbs. I do, I feel all fingers and thumbs.
1: <laughs> I was going to say, I, I was beginning to think that Andrew can't talk and take a photo at the same time. I can't, time. No, no. So what you just done there... I can't even tell if it's in properly. Now it is, I think. So you've loaded the... The plate onto your camera. So put my glasses on so I can see what I'm doing.
3: No.
2: No, I know. I'm just. I wasn't going to pull it out, David. So
1: I was just going to make sure it was, it was flat. I think it is. Yeah, but so we, we don't have a shutter on the lens, so we're just going to make so sure. We put my hand so, over it, aren't I, Pretty Yeah. Much. So, and and I'm going to I'm going to assist and press the uh, the flash button when you tell me to, Andrew. Yeah. So uh, give us both warning. Dark slides out. Ready. And so that was the flash that just went off. And we just, and just put his hand over the lens, and he's struggling to get the dark slide back in over the uh, the plate. And we're done. So we're now going to run back into the dark room and uh, develop. <laughs> oh, <shit. laughs> and just hit his head on a lamp. Um, and we're going to develop this this uh, wet plate. Well, that's exciting,
2: isn't it? Right. You're
3: feeling excited. Oh, we're all very excited. I forgotten what I was supposed to be doing you, now, don't we? You didn't have your did you have your gloves
2: on for this thing? You didn't, did, yeah. you? did you? No, did you didn't have gloves on. No, you want black fingers, it's up to you. Okay. I'm going to put the timer on. Oh, I've got to do
3: something with the developer. Um, are we under. What are we under with this? Red lights? Red, red light, yeah.
2: Once we, take, once we open it, yeah. Right. Yep, so I switch to the arms. Yeah, it's 15 seconds, isn't
3: it? Yeah, I'll tell you when. So let's, first of all, let me just get the water running for you. Turn that one off. I normally stand here, if that's all right. Yeah, yeah. Um Because then I can wash off for you if you want. I'll do the washing if you want. Then flip it into your hand. Okay. So your my head will be at that end and we'll be at that end. That's fine. So that goes on and remember to get it on in one, one, that, one go. And then it's the movement is gently. Just gently, make sure you're covering it all in one go, yeah? Just keep rocking it. You're
0: pouring the developer on there.
3: Keep rocking it around, keep rocking it around. Two, four, five, six, seven, eight, 9, 10, 11, 12, 13, 14. Okay, so I think it's slightly overexposed, so we've got. We got to about 14 seconds, and now I'm washing it off. So we're now washing the developer off, which is stopping it at, um, developing the process anymore. Um, so we might have I might have quite a white face in this one, but it's just fine. Let's have a look. So and if I just take it underneath so the corners are washed as well. So sometimes when you when you're doing it, if you hold the plate underneath like that, and then you've not got fingers on the plate. Do you know what I mean? So, if, hold, if you hold it flat like that when you're developing, right, and then you won't end up with those corner marks. Right, so, yeah? Yeah. yeah. So,
2: there you go. part of the character. Of course, You
1: can. Yep. Do you want to describe what's happening there, Andrew? Well, it's
2: it's got turned a weird shade of blue.
3: So, it's now going to flip from
2: um, oh. negative to positive. There go. It's like so we think this might be overexposed, but we're not really sure. So this composition is um, Dave's head is just off centre, but I deliberately wanted his body to be at the bottom of the frame. And Simon was adamant that it was, the composition was wrong. But I love the the way I've not covered the plate properly, coated the plate, because there's all sorts of <laughs> weird effects going on there. Which is exactly why we
3: do wet plate. I quality. love it. There you go. Yeah.
2: That's so cool. That is just brilliant, isn't it? And I, I, I wouldn't want it to be perfect, and it's certainly not, is the, it? But, the,
3: but the, the worst thing you can get is a perfectly clean plate. I hate that. Right I love then. it.
2: That's good. I love it when it's got edges. Should we try? Have I got time to try one with you close up or we run of out of time? We have. No,
3: of course we have. Of course we have. Uh, Do you want to pick it out and show it to the camera? Yeah. That's not bad for your first plate.
2: Look at that. I've even got the focus pretty well on, I think.
3: That's pretty cool.
2: That's with an enlarger lens that costs 25 quid. Project, projection lens. Sorry, projection lens that costs 25 who's quid. Who's that old man? Okay, that's very do you, cool. Do you find yourself looking in the mirror thinking, who's that old kid in the, in the, in the picture? I do, and I love it. I love it. Yeah, but that. you've got a face that suits getting older. It's <laughs> <laughs> lifted. With that lovely beard and, yeah. and moustache. Well, well done. That's your first plate. So, so do you think that... I mean, exposure-wise, is that okay? You've not really got a white face, have
3: you? Uh, no, I, I would probably change my lights around. I've probably got too much light hitting the background. Okay. I could probably have it darker at the back, yeah. so I stand out a little bit more. Okay. I'd probably you... just hit it with too much light. Right. And maybe I need to direct the lights down a little bit more. Do you know what I mean? Yeah, but it's not as bad as a first oh, yeah, exposure. No, it's no, pretty it
2: good. It isn't. All right. cool. So can we do that? Do Can I just do one close-up to you, then? Yeah, yeah, absolutely. I'll turn the lights off.
3: Um, just coat another plate up.
2: But I do. Can I just go and do the rough composition on your face first?
1: Yeah, sure. yeah. just looking at the, the the one we took earlier. Now to mm-hmm. me the, it, it seems to be going darker to me. Has that happened, or it it is it just getting darker? I think it's just
3: it's in a darker place. I think it's mm-hmm. uh, maybe it's getting darker. Yeah, mm-hmm. maybe it's is getting is darker. No, it isn't normal. That's interesting. That is interesting. Well, we might need to do that one again. <laughs> because we to be videoing it, have not we?
2: Maybe I've got a chemical imbalance at the moment or something. That's interesting.
1: Just check the doctor's visit.
2: I'm oh, very pleased with that, Sam. Right, no, that's excellent. We're going to do another picture, and I moved a lot closer this time. Even though the first composition was very much spot on, <laughs> my co-conspirator thought I should be closer. So we're going to zo- we've zoomed in on Dave. Well, we've moved the camera forward. And uh, we'll see how the £25 projector lens stands up to this one. Um, so I've attached a cheap sucker. I've got a cheap sucker standing next to me and I've attached one to the back of the plate. And I've got to peel off this uh, protective film that keeps the, the plate nice and clean. Shit. <laughs>
1: That was the sound of the cheap sucker coming away from the back yeah, of the, uh, yeah, yeah. the aluminium. There's a trouble with cheap suckers, I find.
3: Have you taken the plate off yet?
2: No, I okay, can't. So you tr- tr- okay,
3: so what you can do to get that on tight, just push the whole plate down. Oh, right. Just push oh, it
2: down. There you go. That would be why. Yep, now you can pull okay. off the... That's the trick of the trade I've Knocking. learned. The hardest bit is getting the film off, i find. And I even have a bit of a thumbnail. This is a great radio. There we go. I think maybe that's me fiddling around in that corner is what caused that um, unevenness, perhaps, on the first plate. Um, What am I doing there? Oh, coating it. Is he just leaving me to it? Yep. Way to learn. I can't remember so you remember,
3: it. you want to keep the pool in the middle of the in
2: the middle yeah, of the I plate. Yeah, I didn't quite manage. Didn't quite manage that last time. More than
3: that, more than that. There you go. That'll do
1: it. And remember, there's no rush. Yeah, no, no. I'm
2: sorry, I'm wasting all your collodion all right. on the on the table. Do
1: anyway. Yeah. David had steady hands, didn't he? I noticed that. Yeah,
2: I've got shaking. Yeah. And there you go. It's It's not easy, uh, Simon. I can't see you (laughs) rushing traffic. You said it
3: was easy earlier. (laughs) Yeah. Rub it back. (laughs) Yeah, there you go. So now put it point down onto the paper. Does it take the sucker off? Uh, yep, take the sucker off. And I'm going to turn the lights off because we need to put it into the silver tank and you need to be in red safe light for that.
2: My wife in the back of this? I am, aren't I? Did you, you know, wipe the back uh, of
3: this? No, not yet, because you've got to go in the silver nitrate. Yeah. OK. All
2: right.
3: So you make sure it's scummed
2: over. Mm. Oh, that looks like a power cut
3: to me. Oh. Yeah. OK.
2: OK, Interesting. fun. What do we do now? Uh, <laughs>
3: we all stand in the dark. Uh, right, let me turn my phone on quickly. Got some, on
1: I've got some red lights on the recorder, so yeah. Yeah. I don't know if that'll... Yeah, uh, yeah lit uh, up in a red yeah. light. Uh, then again, we don't need to go... Uh,
3: Well, you can put it in the tank, but whether or not we're going
1: to have any power to do the exposure afterwards. Well, you have to lift it up and just put it in. It'll have to go in anyway. So you're lifting up like a...
2: Perspex carrier thing, uh, and it's got a little lip on the bottom, and the plate has gone into the silver bath. The lid's gone down, and we've set three
1: minutes. But we've
2: we've lost all power, so we don't
3: know what's going on. Uh, So I'm going to go and see if there's a power cut
2: (laughs) off.
1: We're we're now back uh, from our power cut, yep. um, and uh, the the I've
2: got my marigolds
1: your, on. Yeah, and, and your gonna... plates had over. Oh, there's another power cut. Right, we've had a few technical problems with uh, electricity supply. Uh, we've just taken the photograph. I say we. Andrew's taken the photograph very very quickly under
2: very pressured circumstances. Yes. I have to
1: say. And uh, so now we're back so, in the dark room, and I'm uh, just taking the plate out. And the flat. He's going to get it, uh, and then we have got my shot glass. Got them lot Okay, ten to fifteen. Credit one,
3: Credit two, Credit
1: three. So he's the four. developer over, over the plate, and he's <coughs> now <coughs> rocking it around <coughs> for 15 seconds, <coughs> or it will be 15 seconds. <coughs> and then and Dave's going uh, to hose it down 12, 13, uh, very, 12, 13, very quickly. This way. Right now, how he's uh, hosing it down it and just way. stopping the exposure, stopping the development, I should say. And he's uh, directing some of the water specifically onto certain parts of the image just to help to uh, balance the exposure there.
2: Okay. Well, we've got an image.
1: Yeah.
3: yeah.
2: Considering it was sitting in the salt bath for silver bath, silver bath for getting um, the fix. For quite a
1: while, wasn't it? Yeah, it was. It was. Uh, it was in there for a good while before we were able to take the shot. It
2: should
3: really only be in there for three minutes. I think we're the focus. Look at that.
1: It looks like a chef at the moment
2: he does, he looks like a Swedish chef yeah. maybe you've discovered a new technique
3: leave it in the silver yeah, bath for, in, uh, for bloody ages Yeah.
1: oh that's so cool again uh, Dave's coming to life in front of our eyes <laughs> perfect exposure
3: go.
2: I think it's all in the execution. That so that yes. pr- that I say it again that twenty five pound projector lens is um,
3: proving its worth.
2: Yeah. And that, so I need to go get my camera now. You don't need to just in case it
3: fortunes see that, I think that's darkened down a little bit as well, isn't it? Yeah, I think. I think just taking some pictures. Silver nitrate. I'm oh, sorry, silver in my f- cuts on my finger. Yeah. Okay. Not, not a good combination, but hey ho.
2: There we go. Can you stop shoving Yevgeny in my face, please? Yeah.
1: Yeah. The idea was to talk on the podcast. Okay, like,
2: <laughs> well, I know I can't talk and do this. I'm taking a picture. This is brilliant. I love this. This close up picture. As I said all along, getting him tighter on Dave would look much better.
1: <laughs> <laughs> and his, it, it, his head's more in a classical position as well, isn't it? It is, yeah yeah, yeah.
2: yeah. But I think the other one says something about the environment. Because now you can see something of the picture behind you.
3: Yeah, yeah. That's yeah.
1: called an environmental portrait. It is. You just didn't I'm want his knees in the shot. That was basically the issue, wasn't yeah. it? Yeah.
3: So I think I've got a little bit of contamination in my silver bath. Mm-hmm. Um, so which is I meant to drop my bath anyway and put a new one in, which is ready to go. So I've got a little bit of contamination I think, which is it's okay, but we've, one of our plates has gone quite dark for some reason and I'm not sure why I've never seen that one before. so we're just making sure we get lots of nice still images while they're still set inside the, uh, in the fix. but considering there are two guest exposures on a projector lens that costs 25 pounds
1: in the middle of power cuts,
3: yes, I think we've done quite well,
1: I think we have. And well, you certainly have. We've rescued <laughs> that
3: plate considerably, haven't we? Considering yeah. that was a dead plate, I would have thought at one point.
4: Yeah.
1: Now, I, don't, I can't remember I if, the, if this was, was actually brilliant. on the, the recording earlier or not, but we were talking about um, putting. Uh, if you, when you when you put the um, varnish on, mm-hmm. it will it, it tends to darken the image a little bit. it yeah, darken um, down. But there's an alternative, isn't there? You can you can yeah, use wax as well. You can use Renaissance well. wax, which is um, a lot of people scorn because. It's
3: not archival, like a varnish. A varnish is separating the silver from the environment completely. There's a layer across there, and it will be archival for 100 years. Um, with a varnish, oh, sorry, with a, with a, um, when we just put on um, the wax, it's not, it's not sure that it's that environment, sorry, it's not that archival. But sometimes I think it works well. I mean, I, 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 I use it, Fantastic. and I've never had any problems with my plates at all. So, it's, it's, so it tends to, when you do your plate, you tend to overexpose it because when it's in the wash, um, it will look like it will when it's got the varnish on because as it, once you start to dry the plate out, it will dry a lot lighter. When the varnish goes back on, it will go back to where it probably was when it was in the wash. yeah so um, Which is fine, which is fine. But well, that's part of the process. But as I say, it's the one bit you have to be really careful with. But I think Andrew's very happy with that plate because he keeps taking pictures of it. That um. <laughs> is my shrine the new shrine. so <laughs> considering that you've never taken a wet plate image before you've no. coated that plate you've taken it I know um, it's quite impressive I think and I think the fact that what I love about wet plate is that when people come here they get to leave with the images I mean this you won't because I'll need to varnish it but um, you know it's it's instant gratification yeah,
2: well I'm happy to have a photograph of it
3: um, yeah but, well you can have it I don't know I've got thousands of plates um, I don't need a picture of me yeah. <laughs> Put
1: Dave um, table a, up on your wall
2: now.
3: Well, that's kind of, that's pretty cool.
2: <laughs> and the thing is... By my bedside. Some yeah. cable. <laughs> yeah. Um, the other thing is that... Um, the eyes will follow us around the bedroom. For
3: instance, tattoos don't come out on wet plate collodia. Um Blue eyes go absolutely insane. Yeah. And so do freckles. Fantastic. Yeah. So if I... will yeah. be looking for a freckly model with blue eyes and then yeah. with red hair. And then you've got, like, everything. It's oh, like, oh, my God. So, um... Yeah, and then once these are washed for an hour, an hour, we just uh, we dry them out um, on these little dryers over here. They'll sit and dry.
2: Um, I've got one of those, but a ditty one.
3: And then they'll be ready in the morning. Or well, a lot of people leave them for days and days and days before they varnish. In fact, a lot of people leave stuff to varnish for weeks and weeks because they can't be asked to varnish it. But um, yeah, I could varnish that when I want over the weekend sometime. So that's sat there now. That will drip dry. And that'll be ready to go. And that one's done and dusted with. That's the end of the process. And then, yeah, like the others, the only thing we haven't done today is we haven't shot an amber type and we haven't shot a glass plate. So I think we've been pushing ourselves a bit today anyway with with power cuts, etc., etc. So... That's
1: no, um, been brilliant. I've, I've, I've got to say, there's, there's something of an optical illusion going on. I'm, I'm sort of edge on to this, uh, to, to the now drying um, tin type. Yeah. And... You, and I was st- you, know, you stand on the edge and it's just a, a, a very very thin piece of uh, aluminium sheet yeah. metal yeah. and and then as you edge around and actually see the image the image has got a huge amount of depth mm-hmm. it, it looks like the you know it, it's it's almost holographic almost i mean mm-hmm. i don't know I if it's that's one of the
2: effects you you know it's one of the effects that wet plate photographers talk about and you you can move yeah. it around and you can almost see it well you you, you
3: as 3D. you move an image around the silver the way it sits on it you will suddenly see a highlight and then it will disappear and then it will come back in again. Yeah. And it's, the, it's that latent image is sat in there. It's so subtle. Yeah. Um, and when you think about it, the grain on these is, well, there isn't a grain. That's why the detail is so phenomenal. Yeah. It's just, they're just fantastic, you know. Um, they really are fantastic. And then another thing is when you put, um, for instance, an amber type in front of it, um, and then you can start to see a double image. You start to see if I put the light on. I'll okay, get a torch. Um. <clears throat> you get your video on, Andrew, and your camera. You'll see. You can see a where you start to come through one image to another. So if you come through here, if you watch, we light up Sadie. Yeah. Mm-hmm. as i move through you will start to come in
4: mm-hmm.
3: <laughs> and then you just end up with these other worlds <laughs> which is what I adore about this and this is why I do a lot of stuff on amber type and tin type at the same time it's purely because you get these two worlds going on as you look through um, and it's it's the fact that it's 1851 process. We're not doing anything different that the Victorians couldn't do, you know but we're all astonished by it We are. We all stand here with our 21st century or you know, with all our technology and our digital phones and our, and then we look at this stuff and we're all creatively blown away, aren't we? Mm -hmm. I mean the first one here that Andrew's done has got I think they're they're called oysters so that's where your finger was on the plate Yeah, I thought that's what it was. And you've got all these amazing lines coming in you can't make those happen, you know what no. I mean? I mean, I, I have a little bath over here of contaminated silver nitrate in here. And what I sometimes do is I will paint it on just before I develop it. So it interacts yeah. Yeah. and contaminates and comes up with weird effects. Yeah. Um, but yeah, I mean, the very fact that, you know, we took that picture 10 minutes ago. Brilliant, and there it is in front of us. Um,
2: you know, well, I do say so myself. And it's the fact well, you should. That it's fantastic. You've
3: been able to do that with a twenty-five pound projector lens. You know, you haven't had to spend thousands of pounds on this gear yeah. and that gear. Camera was quite
2: expensive. Camera camera's <laughs> bloody expensive. Yeah. But how, the camera's how, just a light box, isn't it? Yeah, yeah. it doesn't need to that be expensive. not need to be expensive. How, how much is
3: silver nitrate these days? <laughs> uh, silver nitrate. <laughs> 25,
2: twenty-five grams is maybe fifty quid or more. Yeah.
3: yeah. It cost you a hundred pound to make a bath up. Yeah. So. Yeah. um Yeah. I mean, and you don't need to do big plates. I mean, the smallest, my smallest plates are. I do half the size of this
2: um, but you're reusing that aren't you that bath by yeah. straining it and filtering yeah, it and yeah. sticking it in the sun that, that, is that indefinite can you do that indefinite then? yeah
3: some people use a bath for you know 20 years or well, 10 years or more mm-hmm. you know you just keep rejuvenating and this okay. is a little tiny one i did and that's with that tiny little camera i've got so you can cut these up and make little tiny baths you don't yeah. have to use big baths yeah. sometimes i think big isn't always better you know, sometimes these little small ones, that's why I'm yeah. I'm building this tiny, tiny portable dark room. It's about, a, and it'll go in a backpack, and I want to get it so I can get the camera and all the chemicals and the dart room in a backpack, so I can go off and then do Make things small, out in the woods. Small, yeah, small, little small. tiny ones. Do things out in the woods? Yeah, it's, yeah, exactly. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, and then, it's all there really. It is. It's, you've got your silver nitrate, you've got your collodion, um... It's 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 probably quite a lot involved in setting up from the you know from the start, but if you've got your camera and you've got a lens, the faster the better. You don't have to have expensive lighting systems. You can buy cheap second hand that nobody wants anymore. Mm. I mean, my lighting systems are about like 300 pounds and 800 pounds, um, and that gives me a massive amount of light. If you shoot outdoors, you don't need any light, um, and then you're going to get really fast because the sunlight has got all the UV in it. So. You know, buy some 5 cut them up and just get these little beautiful little plates, you know. And the other thing is glass. Just cut glass up. Yeah. You know, it's so easy. Just cut sheets of glass up and just stick them in and you get amber types. It's not inexpensive. It's not expensive.
1: Right, well, we're almost back to where we started Uh, because we were in the kitchen uh, earlier on making making a a lovely cup of coffee Um, and uh, we're now back at uh, Dave's kitchen table. Um, The... We've taken the last uh, exposure as you, uh, as you would have heard and uh, we had a few problems with, uh, with, with power and stuff but uh, d- despite having to rush that last image it's come out really well. Um, so uh, we're looking forward to seeing that when it's uh, when it's varnished or, or waxed, which is uh, whichever is appropriate. Yep. Um, yep. I thought the expertise shown by the, the person
2: who coated the glass plate and then who focused under under you know critical conditions. Yeah,
1: and yeah. made the exposure, developed it. I thought you know credit to him really. Absolutely
3: yeah. under pressure.
1: <laughs> yeah, definitely. Definitely. And uh, so uh, we've had an absolutely fantastic time really today. Have, Dave. Yeah.
3: Good. Good. Well, thank you for coming. It's taken us a year or more to get here. Yeah. thanks to COVID, et cetera, et cetera. But, um, yeah, it, I, it's great to sort of show you my world of large format, the world I live in. This is what I do. Um, and it's, it's not, it's not hard to do it with people like you who are as enthusiastic as I am. You just walk in and you get it straight away. You know, um, it's just my little happy environment where weird and strange things happen. So, yeah, um, they certainly do. Yeah. So, yeah. yeah. And you've met all my mannequins, mm-hmm. um, and a lot of the strange dolls. Yes. Um, yeah. <laughs> So there's no nothing to intimidate you again, and yeah, it's great. But we all got to shoot as well with our own cameras, which is wonderful.
1: It's interesting when you say about nothing to intimidate there as well. I mean, that was you know I was chatting uh, with, with with Andrew earlier,
3: mm-hmm.
1: and you know the whole process of wet plate is in in itself is it's to be respected, but it's not not to be feared.
3: No, no, no. If it's to, if it was really difficult, then I couldn't do it. Um, same as large format. I mean, the bottom line is you just. You have to do anything. You have to make a start and start doing it to realise. You know, um... well,
2: to, to be honest, you know, I've seen, I've seen it on mm. YouTube and I've had it explained to me numerous times. Mm. But actually, physically doing it, actually, yeah. well, you know, I didn't do it perfectly, did I? But it was fine. Yeah, you, you know? I haven't had to mess around with a silver bath. You've, you know, you've, you've done all that for us, haven't you? But
0: yeah. You know? Yeah,
2: and, and, and the and the beauty of it is that like as I say, you, you learn every
3: time. I mean I think I've I've got a slight issue with my silver bath, which is fine. I was gonna drain it out tonight anyway, and swap it over. But you've seen the basic principles mm. and and it's I think what I love is it's it's such a fast process as well. You get to see the image. You take you compose the image, you take the image and you see it straight away. Yes,
2: it's almost like instant photography, isn't it? Yeah,
3: you don't have to wait to go back and load up six sheets and develop them and hang them up and then process them and then scan them or print no. them.
2: The nearest thing, I suppose, and it's not the same, is it, but in using Harman Direct Positive Paper, you know, yeah. that can be fun if you've got your dark robot on hand, of course. Exactly,
3: yeah. exactly. And I think, for me, the big difference was when I put the doorway through from one to the other yes. and opened it up. So it's, it's like a little workflow system I've got the straight the way yeah, through now. No, that makes sense. Uh, but, yeah, it's just a lovely process. And it's, it's also nice to do it in, in, in tandem with film. That's why when I shoot with models, I always I shoot film um usually first of all in the morning and then we swap to wet plate collodion in the afternoon because i know the moment i start shooting wet plate collodion they won't want to stop yeah because it's the wet plate collodion that make them look so amazing and and glamorous um and it's just well it even made me and simon look pretty good (laughs) it did it did indeed yeah which is no mean feat there you go and (laughs) the fact that you now know that it's the reversed image is why you like it because it's the image you see in In the mirror Um, so it's the one you well. Recognize. I can't say I
2: always look in the mirror and think <laughs> I like what I'm seeing here, no, but you
3: might you recognize it, you recognize yeah. it as the same one, but mm. uh, but yeah, it's it's a wonderful process. And maybe another time we'll do some amber types or whatever. So we've just shot tin today, but uh, yeah, it's pretty good for our first first go. That's not bad for your first two yeah. plates, so yeah,
1: yeah. Well, the the the, the days have just been absolutely spectacular as far as I'm concerned, and it, it's it's also been interesting to have like a taster of What a workshop will be like with you. I mean, what we've done today is we've done some workshop kind sure. of stuff, and then we've also done some other things. So, if it was like a, a concentrated time, because I mean, you usually do one or two students, is that right?
3: I do, I never do more than two students. Um, and if I do, I do an introduction to large format photography where, like I said this morning, I have about all the cameras on the table, and they can learn by all the mistakes I made by buying the wrong cameras, you know and then how I progressed up to single-lens reflex and how that's become my form of large-format photography. Um, and then that, that's a one-day workshop, and that goes all the way through, including loading film to developing film. So you get to see the whole process. So I've got a student coming on Thursday, so she'll get a whole day of intense, and she leave, leave, leaves the day having loaded film, taken shots in her camera and development and left. Um, and then the wet plate, I do a one-day, or I'm just starting to do a two-day. Because people, it's quite intensive, and people might want to learn most of what they're going to learn on the one day. And the second day, we go into they just get on with it. They just there's their plates. Pick your subjects. Yeah. Start practicing. Go outside. Get in the lane. Ask questions. You know, make mistakes and learn. So. <laughs> Um, yeah, you got the obviously the, the nice thing badge is of that honor. you get your badge of honour if you don't wear your gloves properly. Yeah, um, yeah.
1: Bad, ba- badge of honour being black fingers for for Andrew. There yeah. you go.
3: Yeah, black fingers and the cuts. I mean, I've got cuts in my fingers. So the the uh, the uh, silver loves getting in not silver. The uh, fix is always a, a nice one. But yeah, it's, 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 yeah, it's, you know, it's, it's a, it's a magical process and I love, I love showing it to people otherwise.
1: So if somebody wants to come along onto one of your workshops, what's, what's the best way to do that?
3: Um. The best way, most of my activity, obviously through through the group. Contact me through the group. That's fine. And the group, um, and the group being. Uh, it's the large format, format photography podcast. That's right. Yeah. Um, that's just just
1: making sure some people are, are onto where, and that's on that's on Facebook, of absolutely, course. Absolutely, that's on
3: Facebook. Um, you can always uh, go to my website. I, I don't have my wet plate collodion workshops on there. I do have my film, uh, my large format on there. You get and um, explain what I do, but um, and that's uh, DaveShrimpton.co.uk. Um or you can email me, which is simple again, which is Dave um, at Dave or the place where I'm most active is Instagram, which is Dave underscore Shripton. Um and you'll see that I'm on there every day usually and answering questions and etc etc and uh I've actually got a wet plate collodion Instagram page now which is ds collodion but you'll find one through the other anyway. But um yeah, yeah. It's, it's, I've got quite busy now. People, want I don't know, everyone seems to be enjoying analogue photography. So I've got a couple of um, interesting people that are coming along that want to learn large format, which is happening this week and next week. And then I've got next week, I've got a double um, wet plate collodium, which is going to be a nice weekend. And then I've got another one in August. And then I'm trying to remember that I actually need to leave time for myself. Yeah. to actually enjoy the summer and get out and go use my camper van and go somewhere. Mm-hmm. So I'm probably going to ease off a bit now until the autumn after that. And um, it's a nice thing to do in the autumn. But yeah, but it's been, it's been great showing you at long last what I do and how I do it.
1: So. Well, it's been absolutely fantastic being with us. Thank you for being as generous with your time and, and chemicals for that matter. You're absolutely so you're welcome.
3: You're mm-hmm. welcome. It's yeah. been an absolute pleasure.
1: Thank you. Thank you.
3: <laughs> Take
1: care. Okay, and we're back. Um, And this time it's the three of us together. So, uh, Andrew Bartram and Eric Matthew are both here. So, hello, Andrew. Hello. And hello, Eric. Yeah, hey there. That's it. So, uh, yeah, the gang's all here, uh, which reminds me of the, uh, the Kirby vacuum cleaner song that we used to have to sing when we used to try and sell Kirby vacuum cleaners. With, like, Wait, it. you sold Kirby vacuum cleaners? <laughs> I, I, I did for a very short while. For about right, we need months.
0: to hear it. Let's hear it. Are, they yeah, those posh,
1: are those
2: posh metal ones that look all that, that's, that's, that's chromed? Right.
1: I'm not, not mm-hmm. going to sing. I'm not actually going to sing it. But it, Yes, you, it's, you are. Uh, did um, you have to sing it in people's houses? Uh, no, but we had to sing it standing on a chair. Um, this was this was actually my my first experience of working Not for an American me. company, um, and okay. as far as I was aware, this is what American companies were all like, and it was uh, hail hail the gangs all here gonna sell a Kirby gonna sell a Kirby hail hail the gang's all here gonna sell a Kirby now and then it goes on there's another there's another there's another line to that well, chorus what's the um, tune Simon what's the tune come on you've got to sing it now you,
0: instead of just doing yeah, it no, yeah, along, yeah. No.
1: I am um, uh, that's that's just not gonna happen
0: when we meet in person and we go to a pub you sir are getting on a chair and singing with, that out loud with, with alcohol with a pint in your hand swinging yes, it like this exactly. absolutely 100% percent that will
1: that'll be the only way that happens um, which, but that's it i got form on that. I'm holding that to you. Yeah. I'm holding you
0: to that. Yes.
1: Um, I mean, I'll, I'll, after uh, Jeremy North um, uh, plied me with Gin and Tonic a few years ago after that, oh. after a photography show in Birmingham, um, I then got interviewed with Jeremy on the uh, Sunday 16 podcast as a live feed, and, uh, and I, I swore on it, you know, um, largely because uh, Jeremy got me drunk. So, um, yeah. You, I, you have to be I, drunk I to swear? swear. Sorry? You'd be drunk to swear on recording, man. I just seemed that way. I thought it was um, funny and grown up at the time.
2: If you sing the Kirby vacuum cleaner song, I'll sing a a chorus of I Stuck My Finger in a Woodpecker's Hole.
1: (laughs) (laughs) This, This is great. Oh, dear. Anyway, so, um, we're 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 back together, uh. England are going to be uh, playing uh, Italy tonight.
2: England, England, England.
1: Yeah.
0: After getting six home games out of seven, y'all didn't have to travel. Talk about paving the way in gold, Jesus. We
1: we did we, we, when we traveled to Italy to play a game. We won four. Was it four nil? Or four four nil. nil. Four nil. Four, four nil.
0: nil. Yeah, so, you we know, travel better. one game out of seven. Everyone's yeah. going all over Europe, and y'all are just like sleeping in your homes and doing driving five miles to <laughs> Wembley. <laughs> it's like it's like somebody wanted England to win the whole thing. I don't know where that is. Anyway, it's not that I have opinions about this. So this is a photography podcast, well. but. Let's, Man, think about to hand it to y'all on a plate. Yeah. Ap- Apologies to any Italians <laughs> listening, but um, it, I, I'm, I'm, I'm I'm rooting, I'm rooting for Italy. Yeah. I'm rooting for Italy. The football's Sorry. coming home
1: tonight, so tomorrow, tomorrow, <laughs> tomorrow, tomorrow. tonight, tomorrow. Um, now, this is a uh, large format podcast, isn't it? And, it is. Uh, <laughs> this is, this was not the start that I thought it was going to be. Um, is it ever? No, no, quite quite clearly not. <laughs> um, so I was going to reflect a little bit about um, our trip, which is now nearly a month ago since we actually went there. Um, but it's still very, very fresh in my mind. And, um, and again, I've just got to, got to thank Dave for, for being absolutely fantastic. Um, he put up with us all day um, and he didn't lose patience with us once. So, um, so well, well done, Dave. Um, yeah. And I'm, I'm still buzzing about wet plate. Um, and in a way that I didn't think I would be, um, but you didn't even get
0: to do it.
1: Yeah, but I I, I watched a, a master in the making, and you know I, I felt that you know watching Andrew, um, uh, cope two plates was just as good as me making one. So uh, so I'm great. I was grateful to be there for for that to happen. Um, but uh, but one of the, one of the things that actually jumping the head slightly. Um, or going back two weeks instead of four. Uh, my friend Robert Price, who's one of the members of the Sixth Dark Darkroom, um, he last week or so, or two weeks ago, um, did a two-day course um, with a friend of his as well, uh, with Dave, and I met up with him last Tuesday at the club, and he's, he was buzzing more than I was, and again, he had two days of wet plate and uh he's gone out there he's, he's ordering stuff he's ordering chemicals and it, that's something he's he's absolutely going gonna, to gonna be doing and he's going to be bringing all his gear to the uh to the six towns darkroom where we've got a studio and we're gonna we're gonna give it a go um but it is that thing that it, it got completely demystified um what it was because you know, we've we've talked about wet plate and we've had uh joseph brunges really explaining what wet plate Is all about, but there's there's no substitute for actually being there, seeing it happen, and understanding why things are done in 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 certain ways, and it 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 seems I'm I'm now saying it it, it's deceptively easy. That's how it feels.
0: Wow. So I I mean, as an observer, as a listener in this one, and not somebody who is there in in person. um, Yeah, but there is a part where he was he was talking about. I believe was his his is colliding or, or whatnot. Um, and, you know, there's black sediment on the bottom and he's talking about, you know, having to you know, re-expose it. Essentially, like, the, the black sediment on the bottom was a bunch of tiny little photographs, as he put it, which is actually a really fun way to put it. I was like, oh, that's cool. But, like, and then he had to triple filter it and, like, like it's not just it, it sounded not that easy. Like there's, like, there's work that has to be done with your chemistry and with your stuff. That not just like oh grab a bottle and go like you you need to do things often that involve filtering and re-exposing and remixing and like whatever else um that that to me belies what you just said yeah, well, well i think that bit sorry simon i, was just, I think that I was,
1: just, I was just gonna say well dave did dave did i've gotta say dave did all that for us so it was easy
2: <laughs> yeah Andrew. yeah he did yeah i mean to, to picking up on what both of you have said really. I, I think really, Dave was just realised he was about to be found out as to how easy it was, and then he just had to throw in all the all the mysticism about looking after your silver bath. But I'm I'm, I'm sure it's true. <laughs> he has to go out and sun it. But you see, this that's the expensive bit. I think you know the silver cost of raw silver nitrate goes up and up as cost of silver right. goes up and. And it's expensive, so you don't want to be wasting it. And you know, what did he say? Did he say it cost about a hundred pounds to make his silver bath up? So you don't want to be messing that up, do you? How and, many shots do you get for a hundred pounds? Well, I think if you keep filtering it and re-sunning it, I think it just keeps going on. You just have to top it up. Uh, he did. I'm sure he mentioned there was um how many, you know, what sort of lifespan he might get out of it. But it's it's quite a while right i mean but tapping up means adding more silver to it i
1: right? think so, so yeah yeah i might just so, keep talking out of my
2: backside but um, yeah,
1: but that's that's ultimately really going to be down to the amount of silver that got used in the actual images isn't it so that that's uh, yeah. all that gets used. Well, I mean, was, he uses a hygrometer
2: image. he keeps it he uses his beer making density meter doesn't he hydrometer drometer well you know what i mean measures the density of things he uses that uh, to keep his silver concentration silver bath concentration which is about okay. Nine uh, percent, I think, for wet plate collodion. Okay, for salt so we, printing. When I make mine up for salt printing, it's about twelve percent,
0: but I just do it by weight, and not by density. Uh, um So, does that mean, as in terms of the answer to my question, that it, it, there are still like relatively technical, complicated bits, or is it genuinely just you know, well, I as think as um, popping a Polaroid and waving it in the air, Dave. Right? Dave, Dave
2: was using off-the-shelf collodion wasn't he But well, you could make that i guess you know so you could make okay. it as complicated as you want to he was using off-the-shelf uh, tin plates i think glass he would just go and get some glass and you know you make sure it's fairly clean and and and, and you're good to go the, t- the tin plates were pre pre uh, pre-made and come with a film on that was devilishly difficult to get off from our friend Kevin Lanham at Wet Plate Supplies, who he also buys his collodion from, and then there was a developer. I wasn't. I didn't get to the bottom of what the developer was. We think it was either Dave's day-old wee or some <laughs> whis- some whiskey. We're not sure. Um, if it's if it's
0: whiskey, I'm sorry, I'd drink it. I, but it was maybe. yellow, you know. Yeah. Yeah, I wouldn't. I'm not gonna say I would wait, wouldn't waste it on a photo, but I'd rather use something else and drink the whiskey. Um, well, it's like there are a lot of pre done spots. Like Jenny Sampson just pre buys her, her uh, blacked out aluminum plates for her stuff to order beautifully blacked out. Yeah. Like she doesn't do anything. I mean, she does her chemistry went up, but in terms of the the plates for her eight by ten or four by five mm-hmm. work, she just buys them and they're super cheap. I think most people do. Yeah, I
2: don't. I, I don't know what else you do. You need because they need to be pretty clean and grease free, I guess, don't they? Mm-hmm.
0: Yeah, and also perfect. Well, I won't say perfect, but like well painted mm-hmm. and well cut. Um, and most people don't have the ability to cut glass or or. I'm sorry. What's uh, the material? Tin. Tin. I don't know if it really is tin. It's metal, isn't
1: it? I think you want me to say aluminium. Yes, thank you. It is aluminium,
0: is it? Yeah, I'm not sure what that is. In the United States, we'd find aluminium. (laughs) Um,
2: (laughs) Well, sometime in your busy schedule, Eric, you should go online and just find out what it is.
0: My my, My time out in the shed? Your busy schedule, yeah. Okay, okay. Yeah. Once I'm once I'm done with my work back in this in this shed, I'll <laughs> schedule some time to do some research into this. <laughs> and someday, ladies and gentlemen, we will stop finding amusement in harassing each other about our American versus British, or, uh, or, or even harassing. Around, oh God, no! Moving on. um <laughs> and i'm not even drunk if you get me drunk my wisconsin accent comes out and it all goes to hell in a handbasket um, but anyways so so is is wet plate actually approachable we didn't really come
2: back to that like yeah i think so now to so to jump in here i mean uh, the i think the more you do the coating the coating bit you know you want to the challenge is to coat it and not have it all run down onto the table which is what i was doing you're meant to run the end of the, you know the the around the four corners and then the rest of it goes in the bottle and I kind of managed it to an extent but I did make more of a mess than Dave did but and then you wait for it to go just kind of sticky you're looking for like a bit of film to start forming on it you Mm -hmm. know a bit like a skin forming on rice pudding do you have rice pudding in America yes we have rice pudding in America it's delicious it is yeah so you wait for that and then it's just about ready to go into the into the salt bath and so I've been looking at these things and I'm going to get myself a salt bath there's a few suppliers of them online i can have a word with kevin see if he's got any in stock at some point and i'll order some materials and um, and give it a go but it probably won't be till next summer now because i'll be doing it all in the garden just as portraits when people, when folks come around either for workshops or family I'll, I'll do a portrait and that'll just be an added little thing we can go and do a wet plate uh, picture
1: sorry sorry andrew salt bath do you mean silver bath
2: Sorry, Silverbath. Yeah. Did just, I say salt just bath? Just for the sake of our listeners I was, Yeah,
0: I was thinking of salt printing. Silverbath. I'm a neophyte, so I just was like, oh, yeah, salt bath. There's a salt bath. That's part of this. Just, of course there you is. you say
2: anything with confidence, Simon, people believe you. Yeah, yeah, me in particular. I will totally. <laughs> yeah, do. silver bath. Yeah, sorry. Okay. So, yeah, it's all, it all seems on the face of it. Well, I think it really helps to go on a on a course and I, I i do want to go and spend a proper day with dave you know because he can teach you how to do the, the we didn't get onto lacquering did we so you can mm. you can he lacquer waxes he, he does wax he waxes lyrical he waxes and lyrical
1: and he lacquers as well i
2: think and he lacquers it. and yeah, he frightened me a bit because he said he he first started to do it on his stove in his kitchen then he nearly caught, set his house on fire so i think now he does it on a warming dish or something simon is that right yeah,
1: yeah. But
2: so, in terms
0: of like the camera you want to use, because he said quite clearly that that the the is is a toxic, like get into your eyes and you're blind, um, but also like destructive to material. So, would you use like your your brand new like sexy chroma camera for this, or do you want to get a beater I'll
1: be that you happy. don't
0: care about? Yeah, I'll be quite happy to use somebody else's camera. No problem at all.
2: I, I think I, I I think if you're the thing that's going to get grubby and and contaminated is probably the holder itself you know if you're Mm -hmm. i think if you're because the the plate itself is not dripping with chemicals you know the it's wet but it's tacky wet Mm -hmm. you know so once it's in the camera there's i don't think there's a massive issue you know i'm gonna does gravity
0: ever come into i'm asking stupid questions i'm sure but like like once it's vertical you know (laughs) in in the camera how long (laughs) do you have before gravity is just like oh yeah about 55 years Okay. 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 Just checking. You know. Well, that's when body
2: bits start to sag. <laughs> well, yeah. Okay. No, I don't know. I, I don't. Well, I guess well, was,
1: so. we did ask. Like, there was the point about you know how long does it stay excited for, um, yeah. and uh, <laughs> and and that was ten minutes. So you can yeah. get so Which there, very good uh, in my book. So yeah, beats my go, record exactly. Business, yeah. you know, so um, I think that means that it's it, you've you've. I think it'll stay together without gravity affecting it as long. Yeah, if, I
2: think if, it um, longer than it's going to stay sensitive to. It, it gets yeah. excited and then it goes hard in about ten minutes.
0: That's between you and your loved ones. Um, anyways, <laughs> once again, moving on. Um, okay, so that's not a concern because I was I was genuinely curious about the medium itself being wet. Like how long it would stay on the plate. Yeah, it doesn't sort of slide it, off or anything. Yeah,
2: it just yeah exactly. just there. I think if you just wait for it to go, you know, that tacky, sticky, filmy stage, there's probably a proper technical term for it. Yeah. Yeah. And then you, um, what did you, so it goes into the silver bath, not the salt bath. Salt bath, absolutely. And um, it, was in, it was meant to be in there for th-
1: how long, Simon? Three about minutes? Was about it? three minutes, yeah.
2: But when we kept having those power cuts, it was in there for about 12 minutes, wasn't it, I think? didn't seem to make any difference. Yeah.
0: and he, and he also very specifically talked about um, how much he dislikes a perfectly clean plate. and I'm, you know by that, uh, we're obviously talking about the, the image not like a plate he'd eat his food off of, which I would think that he would prefer a clean plate for that. but um, in terms of making an image, he prefers like not a clean plate, like he actually sounded like he despised the clean plate. Um, but his image taking is very detail oriented. Um, so did he, I mean, he did talk some, but, um, about introducing that sort of noise or chaos or detrius, like essentially in the darkroom, right? Like, like just introducing bits of, of, of I'm just to use word chaos. Cause it's my favorite, um, not in the shooting, but in the process after the fact, Hmm. Right, which opens up people who are who are who lend themselves into that direction to all sorts of fun chaos, like like salt bath. Like you could you could theoretically just mess around with making a mess of your plate on purpose with different chemistry, with different like as he he had uh, bad silver that he said he'd like to brush on it, you know. So theoretically, you could really do all sorts of crazy crap with this if you wanted to. I think um reading Sally Mann's
2: biography she was she, she's I, I don't know how common it is but it seems to some of the articles I've read by wet plate photographers they seem to take some delight I don't know what the right word is in in not having a perfect plate and sometimes they they strive for it as you know if you're doing it if you if you're doing this out in, in the open and you get some contamination from the landscape then that's a bit of the physical landscape getting imbued within the emulsion itself. So it takes on multi layers of meaning, you know, maybe. And, and other processes, not just wet plate, but there's loads of analog photographers, aren't there who, you know, will deliberately do things to the emulsion, you know, and that could be scratching, setting fire to it, souping it in washing up liquid or blood or urine, (laughs) You know, yeah. Um, to all sorts of things. So there's, there seems to be this sort of need for many analog photographers to, you know, sort of corrupt the fine image for artistic process. And I, I'm not saying that's a bad thing at all. It probably sounded like it when I said use the word corrupt. But uh, you know, I certainly get what where Dave where Dave comes from, and I like I like the idea of something of the landscape being. I know he's using doing portraits, but I, I do like the idea of something of the landscape physically finding its way into the image somehow mm-hmm. so who did we have on the show simon i think um i think it was our podcast uh, that was using using river water oh, it might have been on the lensless podcast someone was using someone was using a river water it was neil piper that's it neil piper <laughs> friend of the show, Neil Piper I hope get well soon. Neil, he had his gallbladder yeah, out yeah, this totally. weekend. I, I don't quite know what a gallbladder is, but whatever it is, I hope it's you where he gets it. all
0: of his gall. So hopefully, yeah.
2: hopefully well, it doesn't change his behavior too much. Yeah. So, you know, get better soon, Neil. Um, we wish you all yes. the best. So Neil did this project. I think, I don't know whether it's part of his, cause he's, a, as we all know, he's a master of photography. Mm-hmm. And uh, so he was doing that or he was starting his college work. And he did some pinholes series for his degree, maybe, and he um it was this area in Scotland that he really loved, and he went back there. I think he went there as a kid, and he went back there and he used the river water from the stream that ran by this area where he's photographing it to make his uh, developer now that doesn't you know you can't notice that in that <laughs> you can't notice that in the final image, but to him it had meaning you know that that it was made with something from that area so it's that kind of thing but as far as dave's portraits go i think he just likes the funky images doesn't he you know i mean i i I ended up sticking my thumb on the plate and got some weird feathering or whatever we call it which i thought just looked really interesting you know
0: right there there was a bit of me in it you see it was my thumb all thumbs my friend in a good way it was. i'm actually surprised the river water didn't result in lower like stuff in the MML image, because usually river water has some some sort of sediment or- not in scotland it's all fine flowing good stuff in scotland no straight you know,
1: the distillery doesn't it
2: yeah it's only when it comes down to stoke and goes through <laughs> about seven or eight people that it gets bad yeah it goes through seven or eight people i you make coffee with it I can't can't argue
1: with that it's been proven to be
2: correct so (laughs) ask another insightful question Eric
0: (sighs) (laughs) I'm trying I'm trying actually um, what else was really interesting about that Um, I'm glad to see that you you managed to bust out your projector lens the the beautiful lights Mm. 2.8 are you going to use that going forward for that's that's going to be my wet plate lens none of this
2: it's fine, isn't it? I, d- I might have referred to it in the podcast as a crappy projector lens, but actually, you it's really did not, is
0: it? You did. I was. Yeah. I thought that that's the one it was, and then you're like, oh no, this is my lens. I was like, well, yeah, of course, the thing makes a great image. Those those projector those lights projector lenses lenses are like hmm. almost legendary for their ability to shoot portraits and whatnot. They're great. They're fantastic. I mean, there is I don't think-
2: isn't there a version with a faster
0: aperture though? This is the three point.
2: So, yeah, there's a two eight.
1: Yeah, there's the yeah they they're the heck tools, aren't they? I think uh, which are faster, mm-hmm. but I'm not sure if they if they usually for a smaller format. That, at least the ones I've seen, anyway.
0: Okay. Yeah, the two eight. Uh, there's I think I have a two eight. I've got a two. I think I've got a two eight medium format projector lens, lights projector lens, but it it barely covers four and a quarter by mm. uh, three point seven five. It barely covers three point two five by four point two five. Like it does not cover four by five like it barely covers with no movements
2: well, you got- well i'm very i'm very pleased with this and the fact i only paid 25 pounds for it now i've also got it mounted in a rather lovely i'm holding up the camera but you won't folks at home won't be able to see this a rather lovely forster uk 3d printed bespoke for my bomb camera um hit, hit, lens board and yeah. some lovely red lens caps, front and rear lens caps, all expertly produced at a very reasonable price, so I'm told, <laughs> um, by Simon. Yeah.
1: yeah, some people yeah. pay for them, yeah. <laughs>
2: yeah. It's a deal at any price, my friends. It's a deal at any price. It was cheap at half the price, uh, Eric, that's what I'd say. <laughs> so at least I'm assuming this one doesn't let light in. I haven't actually tried it yet. My The wooden one I was using on the day that I crafted from a lens... From some wood given to me by Neil Piper's father-in-law, or father, father-in-law, I think. Um, I had to put some tape over because there was a little bit of light seeping around the edges. Wood is fancy, man.
0: I usually use cardboard. You go. Mm. Cardboard
2: yeah, it's all good, bands. really, isn't it? I think it's all good, really. It's just that Simon offered to make the the beauty. of This one, of course, is that it's a it's very much an inter. There you go. That was the noise of the of the barrels squeaking through the. Lens board. The beauty of this is that you can oops. <laughs> <laughs> sound effect. That's the you can move the the lens that way, and you can move it back. Although, so you can get some extra extension, or you know. Although the more oh, you do that,
0: the more the the looser it's going to get, right? It's, it's oh, I don't slowly. think so. No, no,
2: that's not. Yeah, yeah, no, I right. so. Anyway, it's fine. Uh, I'll probably just leave it where it is to be truthful. But in theory you can move it backwards and forwards mm-hmm.
0: just like that, just for the fun of it. Yeah. And for folks out there, I've shot another version of this lens on six by it makes a great medium format portrait lens. I've shot it with six by six, six seven, six four five. Uh it's a really, really nice portrait lens for medium format. Um, I've, I've the, um on, on Sony
1: as well, on on full <coughs> full frame and it's excellent on that as well well yeah because it's
0: a smaller it's a smaller uh area for it to cover so it's circle of confusion on a on a four-thirds or even full frame is Mm -hmm. beautiful but you get to a larger and larger format that circle of confusion gets relatively speaking smaller and smaller towards the Mm -hmm.
1: yeah the what are the the things about using i find that putting a a lens onto a smaller format generally you've it, it you're almost getting diminishing returns um because it, for, well for a few reasons image quality is one thing but you're tending to be just using the center and you're not really getting the the, the character of what goes on around the outside of the lens but the the other thing about using like larger lenses when i'm talking more about using medium format lenses on full frame is it yeah, they're, they're just big and they're heavy and you don't and there's very little to be gained for doing it. Um, but when you actually start using projection lenses for you know, they're they're not they're not heavy. Um, so yeah and you are still getting some interesting effects from so they're full fuller character. So even yeah, so I think they, they can be used and they can be justifiably used, whereas, you know, putting, you know, a, a Pentacon six lens onto a, onto a Sony full frame or something like that, I just, just think it's just not worth the effort. From a
2: practical point of view, on the day, of course, we were, this session was all inside Dave's Imaginarium studio, and he's he's got these nuclear-powered lights, so that was what enabled us to, you know, get with his ISO of one or whatever, you know, maybe a bit less on his plate. Right. And, to go inside and shoot under those conditions with one flash, one blinding flash, what was the power on those things? It was some huge amount of power, it was wasn't it, stored one, up in those one, batteries? One point
1: twenty-one gigawatts, I think.
2: That'd be gigawatts, wouldn't it? Really?
1: Well, that's that's how it was said on Back to the Future.
2: <laughs> Truth. Yeah. It's gigawatts, actually.
0: But anyway, no, I, won't, I won't. I won't correct you too much. So, like ten thousand watts. Drinking my espresso. So like, like 10,000 watts it was, of, it was
1: it was an enormous amount
0: um, yeah mm.
1: yeah i mean the floor
0: moved as much as you know <laughs> it I mean, did. you
1: heard the lights go off uh, in the recording there but yeah. Uh, yeah it was it was an enormous you know this black and then we I caused was, the, we caused a power cut in the rest of the village
2: after that towards the end yeah, of, yeah.
0: yeah. i say usually most most drivers who are using uh strobe heads like it's like five thousand to ten thousand watts of of heads. Like they're mm. blasting the sh out of it. Which is why, you know, the old the old Porch studios essentially had an entire wall that was just window. Yeah. For sunlight.
4: Mm-hmm. You know? Yeah, I you think can, that's
2: what Dave mentioned. He said, you know, I'm not Shane Balkovich, I don't have a you know a lovely studio with a huge glass facing
0: north facing window. Yeah, you can find in the United States on the opposite coast. Um, If you go around to like small towns and large towns, you can actually find pretty easily the old wet plate studios because the building themselves will have, out of nowhere, you'll be like wandering around and then there'll be like a commercial building with, and usually up towards in the roof, like a huge thing of glass window, like just Mm -hmm. a wide open uh, bank of window on a wall or in the ceiling. And the only reason that that was there was because that was a photo studio in the 1800s. That's it. That's the only reason anybody ever built those things. So they, if you know what you're looking for, they stand out like sort of thumbs Mark Osterman, formerly of the Eastman house makes uh, sort of a habit of, as he travels around New York saying, look, there's an old, there's no portrait studio click and showing the buildings. If you if you follow him on social media, um, he's finding them everywhere. I'm sure there
2: must be some in the UK but I've never really noticed. Oh, yeah. Um yeah. but in America things tend old things in America tend to get left and new things built around them whereas in this country
0: old things get torn down in order to make way for new things. Yeah or built over the top of like isn't all of London essentially like a series of like like layers, layers yeah. like Rome right. pre-Rome yeah. post-Rome. Yeah. Like it. you guys you guys can't dig anything to make a building in in anywhere without digging up like 20 bodies in old church and like you know 50 roman coins yep (laughs) which is and occasionally like the head of some old king um anyway it was a wonderful wonderful experience and i certainly will be do you think you might
2: um invest in some of the kit eventually simon i know you're a bit of a tight wad aren't you so you probably won't
1: (laughs) that's the reason why i've been encouraging robert price uh to yeah. to do it. So um I'll, I'll just be his uh, ooh let's just uh, make that go quiet. Um ooh, uh, stop playing video games I'll while we're recording. I'll yeah. try to playing Pac-Man it. Or... Um, but no, I'll um I'll be uh, teaming up with Robert Price whenever I can. Um, yeah. I think that's gonna be the uh, the, the sensible and I'll be his,
0: his assistant and I'll just carry mm-hmm. his things around if he lets me ooh. up go every now and again. Well, you know, the the approach the way to do this, it's not wet plate, but it's I've been doing it for I don't know 5 or 6 months is just like pre commercially done dry plates. Yeah. You know, like the j Lane dry plates or I don't know if there's a, an equivalent of somebody who's making pre-making dry plates in in England.
2: Not in England, uh, but um YouTuber what's his name? Lost Light Art. Lost Light Art. Mm-hmm. Lost Light Art? Yeah. yeah. He's he seems to be making his He's own in- commercial Russia, the Ukraine is our it's yeah, Something like that. He's yeah. making something that looks presented as, you know, like mm-hmm. in the same way as, I'd be careful what I say here, in the same way as Jay Lane is, but they're his own versions. I don't know much yeah. about them, but so I saw that he's
0: making them commercially available. Right. So that's a really approachable way to essentially shoot this type of medium without yeah, the wet plate part. Absolutely. Where you don't need to worry about the chemistry. You just buy them. You need to have plate holders and yeah. like a, a way to process them. But it's very rewarding. They're really cool. There's there's really something to be said about a glass, a, a negative like this. For those of you who haven't handled one, they're they're really really cool. Absolutely, they're really fun.
2: And the plate holders are readily available in the UK through Chroma Camera, and also in in the USA, um, certainly through Twentieth Century Camera. So there are
0: two yeah. outlets you can go to. Yeah, any number of places. I think Freestyle Photo in Hollywood is carrying them, or you can just go cruising through eBay or Etsy or whatnot and hunt for the old vintage ones. Yeah, Um, if you can't afford to buy new ones, but you know, it's it's on that level. Like it's actually what that that vein is quite approachable. Yeah, and quite fun. Yeah, absolutely. Um, so,
1: well. I'm more than sorry to say that we actually lost the last 10 minutes of our recording Uh, my audio gremlins have reappeared Um, hopefully I can get these things sorted out for the next time I record a podcast Um, but unfortunately uh, my audio completely cut out which meant that uh, the context of the conversation um, became very very difficult to follow so I've pretty much chopped the end of the podcast off So um, what I want to say is uh, thank you again to Dave Shrimpton for putting up with the two of us, uh, with Andrew and I. Um, It was an absolutely amazing day. And if you want to get in touch with Dave Shrimpton, uh, if you do a search or just type in daveshrimpton.co.uk, you'll find his website He's also on Instagram as Dave underscore underscore Shrimpton. Um, Other... Uh, contact Andrew is Warboy Snapper, uh, and that's uh, W A R B O Y S Snapper on Instagram and Twitter. Eric Mathy is on Instagram with a private account, so you have to knock uh, to let be let in, and he is uh, Eric Mathy as one word. Um, next time out, we're going to do something of a catch-up show, so we've got a few emails, and we'll be quite happy to take more emails and. And reintroduce ask eric if uh, if we have enough people uh, asking questions so that will happen next time and then the time after that we'll be back with guests um so if you want to get in touch with us uh, that's the large format photography podcast at gmail.com is a place to send your emails um so that's just about it um you can find me on twitter is simon four on uh, Instagram is Simon Forster Photographic which is also the name of my website um, where you can buy lens caps and if you drop me a line via the website, if you've got something you need making, I might be able to make it for you um, and quite a few people have done that so far so uh, yeah, get in touch see if I can help you out and that's it, our music is by Kevin MacLeod and it's called Two Finger Johnny um, and that's published by in, what is it www.inc.com comptech.com so that's it so thank you for for being with us sorry for this uh, very poor ending and we'll be back soon so goodbye